Hello and welcome once again to Those Muckrakers, episode 81. I'm Pat. And I'm Pete. And today's episode almost didn't happen because we're kind of short on time, so this will be a shorter than average episode. In fact, I was just about ready to pull the Mrs. B-Board show switch again and have them come in and do another episode for us. But you couldn't do that because you know that I'm under contract and won't work more than once a month. Yes, yes, we know. We're well aware of the terms and stipulations in accordance with your lawyer. Oh, uh, I'll work an extra day for free. Oh, shut up, Abe. Who asked you? Sorry, Pat. So, uh, Pete, what do we have in the news today? <laughs> it's like the wacky morning zoo. <laughs> like, <laughs> all we needed was some just like uh, some some fart sounds and just like, oh no, we need a soundboard guy. That's what we need. It's Swampy and the Wombat in the morning. Is that our is that our official uh, morning zoo thing? Uh, Swampy and the Wombat. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of a better thing than uh, the, no, that's the perfect. First one. If that's original, I, I, that's us. That's our morning zoo personas. Then I like the wombat. The first one could be something else. Nope, it's, it's um, too late. We're locked in. Swampy and the wombat. Okay, it's swampy and the wombat in the morning. Swampy and here, like, and I'm sweating like usual. Waha, I'm the wombat. <laughs> <laughs> you were like Wesley, speed it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh ha, oh ha, oh. All right, so in the news today, uh, there's a great article by Vice called Why Tiny Dicks Might Come Into Fashion. Speaking of tiny dicks, did you know that speaking of Wesley, he um, tried to put mayonnaise in ramen? I don't even think he cooked the ramen. It's just a packet of raw ramen with the mayonnaise on it, and it's gross. Okay, get back to the tiny dicks. Well, you know, I just want to say there's a, a big thing coming out right now called... Uh, um, Weight Watchers actually has, uh, and I'll, I'll just delve into this news story real quick. Weight Watchers has developed a, a weight loss app uh, aimed at like children to help them understand and teach them what's what are healthy foods, what are not foods. It's interesting, and so there's a bunch of people that are like, "This is great to educate kids," you know, because childhood obesity is on the rise. And other people are like, "I don't think we need to indoctrinate children into diet culture." And I'm torn on this because for one for one thing, I don't agree with body shaming, right? Right. But I also don't think that like. If you're really, if you're really big and unhealthy, that you should be like, I'm gonna accept who I am, and I'm gonna be happy with me. No, I, you should work on you. Don't accept that. You're gonna die. I know. Well, here's the thing: you should never body shame anyone because it's fucking America and big businesses that are murdering them. They are serving people stuff that is not real food. We should corporate like the, shame. The, the the deeper I come. Come along in my uh, nutritarian diet. The more I begin to realize that most of what everyone eats is not real. We it's do. Fake. We, it's we, all we, processed grain and sugar and salt, and that's it mixed together. We, it's we, gross. We do tend to blame. We we do tend to victim blame uh, people uh, instead of like that whole thing about like. Did you know that if you use less plastic straws, you can help the environment? But then it's like, I don't. Did you? I don't care about that type of stuff. But go ahead. Well, but it ties in because like it's like, or we could go after like the top three corporations that are like responsible for like fucking you know eighty percent of the pollution. You know what I mean? That whole like yeah. you know your plastic straws killing dolphins. You know who else is killing dolphins? Exxon. Man. You know, like so every yeah. time they have another spill. We shouldn't body shame, but we do need everybody to be fit and healthy uh, to fight the to, for for the eventual revolution in which we're going to eat the rich. Yep. So what was that about uh, tiny dicks? That's that's gonna suck if tiny dicks do come back into fashion. Goes, I'm gonna be out of the market if that happens. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be out. I'm gonna be back in. I'm in, baby. I'm back. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> 
Um, I like the way this article begins. It says, the modern Western world loves a big fat dick. Uh, <laughs> if you look at our president, that's definitely true. Um, but but he has a tiny mushroom dick that goes, <laughs> hey, Mario, the princess is in another castle. That's because, that... the, that's because the rest of him is a giant entire dick. I know, but he God, himself it, is a dick. How horrific is it that in this day and age, I not only have an impression of Trump, you know, bigly, okay, sad, but I also have an impression of his wiener. Like, that, yeah. that's how far down the rabbit hole we've fallen. It's funny because no one had an impression of Obama's wiener. I imagine it talks like him and pauses a lot. <laughs> no, uh, um, balls, sure. let, me be, let me be clear. You're going you're gonna to stay back there and you're not going to flop around so much when I'm up in there. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Now, uh, we spent a lot of time keeping you well-groomed, so you just need to stay stay the course. So the whole point of this article is really interesting. So the Greeks apparently were all about, like, um, what do you call it, like, style and things in balance. So, like, the Greeks were were all about, like, uh, like uh, I say, Barnabas, his... His penis is quite well balanced and and quite small and and reasonable. So whenever they saw like a I guess like a big old barbarian with just a big old dick swinging down to his knees, they were like, oh how ridiculous! Like, ew. I mean, what a beastly penis. What do you think is wrong with that man's tallywhacker? Yeah. So I just thought that was really weird that for a long time people were like, yeah yeah, I'm I'm down with a tiny little mushroom tip. He'll have sore knees walking around with that thing penduluming back and forth, whacking his legs. I don't know why the article said it'll come back and... You know, Vice is uh, Vice often, like, writes interesting clickbait. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, so what was it? Are they just trying to say Greek's going to be back in soon, or Roman, or whatever you said? I wasn't paying I attention. Guess, I guess anything that goes out of fashion comes back in, and that's what they were saying, that for a long time in the Western world, tiny little penises were, were uh, super popular. Huh. Speaking of eat the rich, um, we need to eat President uh, Bolsonaro. Um, oh, Bolsonaro is just Brazilian Trump. Yeah. And, and he's so, destroying the rainforest. Yeah, 20% of it is on fire right now. It's so bad that there's this one town that's been completely blacked out. The sky yeah. has been blotted out for days. That town, that town is called San Paulo, Brazil. It's a very popular spot. Uh, yeah, they're just like, uh, where did the sun go? Yeah, so just the Amazon's been on fire for a few days now, and they're somewhere in the Arctic or Antarctic. Is this also on fire? Hold on, I have this in my notes, but I didn't pull my notes up. Fire! I've just been, uh, I've just been uh, going off the top of my head here. Da, 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 da. That's the wrong thing. Now this. Well, uh, if it makes you feel any better, hundreds. Oh, my my apocalypse now news. Uh, Amazon rainforest. Uh huh. Cell plume. So. While, while you, while, Siberia. Siberia is on fire. Well, Siberia always deserves to burn. No one likes being there anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, things are, yeah, that's, climate change is really heating up. Uh, if it'll make you feel better in uh, dumb people news, anti vax parents pack courtroom as lawyers fight New York vaccination requirement. Hundreds mm. of vaccination opponents packed an Albany courtroom Wednesday morning uh, because they are suing. Uh, New York is New York. Basically, after we had a huge measles outbreak, and New York's like, "Hey, guess what? Uh, if you're gonna be here, you gotta uh, you gotta vaccinate your kids." And people are like, "It's against my religion." 
Well, then get the fuck out of New York. Like, what religion says don't vaccinate? There's like, some. There's some Scientologists. Things. There's Christian Scientists. I think ultra orthodox. Uh, ultra orthodox uh, Judaism uh, is against. I think I don't know. That's because that's where the um, one of the biggest measles outbreaks started was in the ultra orthodox community. But like, yeah. So there are these these anti vaxxers are using the uh, the religious thing as a like. I don't want to vaccinate my kids. Um, that's fine. Then homeschool them or get the hell out of. Uh, Get the hell out of New York. And yeah. I don't like the government stepping in, telling me I got to do stuff, but there are certain things in the public good for public health that it's like, yeah, like I can't walk around holding a plutonium rod, you know, just <laughs> on a crowded street and be like, this is my religion. Yeah. So speaking of ultra-Orthodox Jews, um, did you hear about the new king of the Jews in the uh, the news today? No. What? Is this a? Have you? Are you? Is this your sneaky way to try to convert me to Christianity? <laughs> Like you've just uh, gone, you just gone full Mormon, and you're like, "Have you heard about the King of the Jews, Jesus?" So um, I'm going to read you a quote, and then I want you to guess who said it. <clears throat> Donald J. Trump, like he's the King of Israel. They love him like he is the second coming of God. But American Jews don't know him or like him. They don't know what they're doing or saying anymore. It makes no sense. But that's okay. If he keeps doing what he's doing, he's good for dot 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 dot. Uh, are they talking about Netanyahu? They are talking about... That's Trump talking about himself. Da, 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 da. That's weird. That's super yeah, he, weird. He, he was talking about himself in um, in third person, calling himself the king of Israel. All right, so let me ask you this. Okay, so say that like the literal interpretation of the book of Revelations from the Bible is true, right? Yes. And there will be like a physical, like a dude who's just like, hey, I'm the Antichrist. What's happening? Oh my um, God, he does call himself the king of the Jews, doesn't he? Right? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. So, so do you think... We're, uh, we're seeing biblical prophecy that, happening. That he is the fulfillment of that the, the ultra... <laughs> like, because he's just, like, doing all the things, like... Um, I can't. No I can't sad I, disaster. But it's I'm weird cause, because you, bomber ne- is. you never thought the Antichrist would be so stupid if he was, like... <laughs> I mean, yeah, expect him to be like conniving and intelligent. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like I, the one thing that they, when they were, you know, always bitching about Obama, but the one thing that they kind of, they had a little bit of a point when they called him the Antichrist because I'm like, well, he is like, he is a fucking smooth drink of water and can fucking probably talk the panties off of anyone. Like that's kind of the, uh, you know, but how much of a cool twist would it be if God's like, no, 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 not that dude. I'm sending this guy. <laughs> Bigly, <laughs> like, can you imagine Trump getting Trump getting up and be like, uh, "Listen, ladies and gentlemen, the hosts of heaven have descended, and I tell you what, we're gonna fight them." And my friend, the devil, says we're gonna win big. Okay, we're gonna defeat Jesus. <laughs> we're gonna defeat Gabriel. Okay, very small, very unintelligent Gabriel. You know, we're gonna defeat God. Like, and people, I feel like people would be like, "Yeah, let's get Jesus." Like. Yeah, yeah, God, he's gonna. Then Trump's gonna become a seven-headed dragon with really stupid hair and a mushroom dick. <laughs> if we have any fans that can draw, please draw the seven-headed Trump. I will. We will make that the cover art of like our next episode. <laughs> with uh, Toad from Mario down sticking out of his pants. Just Get him, Mario! Seven heads with seven stupid haircuts and seven tiny little penises. <laughs> and lo, the seal was broken, and the dragon said, "Bigly, come and see." <laughs> the seventh seal was broken. Okay, that's the worst of the seals. Everyone says so. I've got all the seals. I've got the best seals. Okay, 
Um, but you fucking like Jesus, yeah. We're, we're I, not I, losing. I, we're all go. I, 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 I didn't lose this war. I chose to go down into the lake of fire. Okay, everyone, come with me. It's gonna be so nice down there. It's way so, better than heaven. Everyone so like, says so. So like, uh, uh, you know, they say the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world that he didn't exist. But like, what if the greatest trick the Antichrist <laughs> pulled was being just stupid as fuck? <laughs> Listen, okay, look, we're all going to get 666 tattooed on our forehead, okay? I've already talked to our lawyers, you know oh, what I mean? Oh, that's the mega hats. That's the sign of the beast on their forehead. <laughs> no! Make the it's devil, happening! Make the devil great again, okay? And, and only about a third of voters voted for him. Yep. yep Disaster! That's... Oh, my Disaster. God. Disaster! We're going to have to change this to, like, those biblical prophesiers. <laughs> that Those prophecy makers. Ah! What if we're, like, the two witnesses? That oh, God! Down, no! That come down for, like, 30 days and then podcast and then are murdered horribly. Uh, well, we've done more than 30 podcasts, so... I mean, we well, get, but, we... I mean, that that's probably a symbolic number. They probably mean, like, 300th. So, everyone, <laughs> stay tuned for our 300th episode of Those Muckrakers when we're horribly tortured live on see, the air for your how, amusement see how easy, and for your sins. See how easy it is to just connect the Bible to any conspiracy you want? <laughs> Literally, yeah. in, like, three minutes of improv, we were like, boom, got it, we could start a cult. If only Fuck enough yeah. people listen to us. Send your gold bars to Wesley, who will um, amass <laughs> the gold bars for us. And uh, what, we don't really have like a, a part two to that, do we? Just Wesley has a bunch of gold bars in his room, and he's like, "Oh God damn it, guys! I don't have room for my bed anymore." Well, then he's got. I'll sleep on the gold. Well, then I don't want to. It gave well, me a back cramp. <laughs> well, then he's got to carry them all to the coin star and try to, oh. figure, <laughs> out, try to figure out how to push gold bullion through the coin star to get us money. I was just picturing gold bricks. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> he's, trying, he's just trying to dump them in. People are staring at him. <laughs> stupid dildo machine not working. <laughs> I have to turn these into quarters now. No way. Well, turn, use the coin star to turn quarters into cash. I have to turn this into cash now so I can go buy more lottery tickets for dad. Oh. And more mayonnaise in a... <laughs> Oh, his diet makes me sad. <laughs> he turns a million dollars worth of gold bars into a million dollars worth of lottery tickets, none of which win. Oh, the yep. scratcher got me $25. I can go I can go buy 25 more lottery tickets now. Oh. So, speaking of biblical prophecy, uh, GOP rep from Iowa, uh, Steve King, is at it again. Uh, yeah, I heard about this, but go on. Uh, and Steve King says, because uh, he, he just like, he just, he's... He's such a, it's a weird guy that he still is in office. He says, uh, well, what if we back yeah. through all the family trees and just pulled those people out that were products of rape and incest? Would there be any population of the world left if we did that? Uh, he said this in Urbandale, Iowa, according to a video posted online by the Des Moines Register. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure if, like, the Vikings didn't invade villages and create rape babies, they're, you know, the husband and wife combos would be making non-rape babies. So, yeah, there would be population left. Well, considering all the wars and all the rape and pillage that is taking place, I know I can't Those certify. weren't good things. I know that I can't certify that I was not a product of that, he said. I'd like to think that every one of the lives of us are as precious as any other life. He's, so, defini- I mean, he's definitely a product of incest, but we shouldn't be talking about this like it's a good thing. Well, like he brought he this is. up because he was. Uh, his argument is he's defending, allow- he's defending not allowing exceptions of abortion in cases of rape or incest. Um, Fuck him. That's his. That's his problem. And I, like, and I'm not taking his side, but I see what he's saying about like, 
uh, well, you know, a child of a child of rape is still in their eyes is is a is a is a it's a valid human. It doesn't matter how you got here. What matters is the life. Sure, but you're also completely discounting the life that was destroyed during the rape or the incest, and then being forced to carry that child to term. That person also has rights. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, and it's insane. And, and uh, the other thing that people don't realize, and I read this, and have you ever read something that made you so sure you now know what would, you know where the line is where you would commit murder and like, just without a doubt, like you would, you'd be like, yep, I'd commit murder. I'd plan it out. I'd do it. You ever had, you ever, you ever run into that when like reading up on stuff? Plan it out? So first degree murder? Oh yeah. First degree premeditated, like this person would never be found. So this isn't like a uh, spur of the moment, someone's threatening my family right now, so I have to do something about it. This is, I know that someone exists, and I need to go stick a knife in them. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to end their life and, uh, you know, they and, and uh, destroy the body, and they'll never, ever be seen again. These are my confessions. <laughs> yeah. Just when I thought well, Pete was getting away, he said a bunch of stuff that's send them to jail today confession well what what made me think of it so i didn't know this so in the united states uh if you're a victim of sexual assault and you end up carrying that baby to term uh your rapist uh even if he is a convicted convicted of the rape uh has all the parental rights as if it was a consensual birth or a consensual, right yeah yeah and they that. and they can sue you for child support they can sue you for custody uh all of that stuff um, if they raped you and you ended up having a baby. So when I read that, I go, that's it. That's the, uh, that's the murder line. Um, yeah. that's like, I would, uh, I would kill that person if that happened to me. Well, I can't, it can't happen to me cause I can't have a baby, but like if it happened, I guess to me, like baby adjacent, you know, like somebody I knew was like, oh yeah, my rapist is suing me for custody rights. I, I mean, women can rape men. It's. Yeah, but I can't. Usually not the, talked about the, as the point as is. Terrible, the point is. Yeah, the point it, is. The point is about carrying a baby to term. You writer. right, you, right. You wouldn't carry it, but let's say they carried it to term and then said, "Well, now you also have to pay me money." Fine, if if I if I got somebody pregnant and they wanted to carry it to term, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd pay for it. But uh, my point is, if someone forced me to carry a baby to term and then was like, uh, you know, and then was like, "Now I'm going to sue you for custody and you have to see me," knowing that I'm your rapist, I'd be like, "You would die. You would die, and they would never find you." That would be one step too far for you. I wouldn't even care if I went to prison, even if my plan did go wrong and they were like, you murdered this person. I'd be like, yeah, I did it. So, so that there was no, um, there's no plan to uh, get away with this. It's just a plan to murder. Oh, no, I would try to get away with it, but I'm saying even if I didn't get away with it, I would still be like, worth going to prison for. Yep. Okay, so... <laughs> I like how that got dark and then quiet. No, I was, I was just wondering if I should um, press the other point. So if a, let's say in this life, uh, you were raped by a female who could give birth and she gave birth and sued you not worth killing her over because you didn't also have to carry it. But yeah. if you were a woman in this life and you could have babies and you were raped by a guy, then yeah, yeah, absolutely kill yeah. the bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I can see. I can see your point. I absolutely would too. Especially once they start. Yeah. No. That's. Yeah. That would be a nightmare. Like you couldn't not wake up screaming every night for the rest of your life. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just like people don't understand the shit that women go through, and then people don't understand reproductive rights, and it's really uh, 
Because you really go in and read about it, the stuff that women go through and the way the laws are not designed to benefit women. And you're like, how are more women not just out shooting up dudes anywhere they gather? You know, how is how is every uh, every like Super Bowl party or like uh, whatever places that men go to just not full of like lone wolf women with guns being like, I'm going to kill everyone. Don't know. So we have uh, four minutes and five topics. So want to like shoot through them super fast? You want to shoot through them and then wrap it with a dear Abby? Uh, yeah, sure. All okay. Right. So um, Epstein uh, was found dead within since our last podcast. So yeah, someone, someone, you know, everyone's like, that's a conspiracy. Hillary Clinton slithered through the bars like the snake she is and coiled around his neck. You know what I mean? All that weird shit. I don't think it's that weird he killed himself because I think there's a lot of powerful people that were probably like, oh, uh, hi, <laughs> Bill Clinton here. Hi, uh, Jeffrey, you should kill yourself. Uh, so, I mean, other people are saying Barr and Trump killed him. They're covering it up. There's a lot of rich people that didn't like him. He had been on suicide watch. He wasn't when he killed himself, but he right. was supposed to be being watched by people. The people who were supposed to be watching him did not watch him that night because uh, the person who was in charge of him had just entered his fifth overtime shift. So right. he was fucking tired. He was, like, so out of it. So really, this is a story about how shitty guards are treated well, in prisons. Well, it's, it's also tough because that could have been, I mean, I guess, you know, you could have been like yeah put a guy on five overtime shifts but i honestly think like epstein went from being rich to going to prison and you know what happens to like pedophiles in prison anyway most of the time they are beaten to within an inch of their life or just killed well they're beaten they're beaten into within an inch of their life and then they're beaten the rest of the inch yeah so uh also um trump retweeted a conspiracy theory basically accusing hillary of killing him so yeah there we go yeah he just uh and you know that those people that have dirt on too many people, like, they're going to... And also, like, you go from being a super rich guy to, like, you know, just raping at will to being in prison. There's no way that you're going to, like, do that time. Like, either you're going to get out or you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. I don't think... That's the thing about it. I don't think it took anyone else to kill him. I think he was fully capable of killing himself because maybe maybe he knew that if he didn't kill himself and they thought he talked that something horrible would happen to someone else that was important to him you know what i mean there's a million other there's a million reasons he could have killed himself okay so in uh, weird fucking news so um according to all of his associates that'll talk uh trump gets furious every time he does something he feels is praiseworthy and doesn't get praised for it so that while headed to right. While headed to El Paso, Trump saw the news that the people in El Paso were critical of him for heading down there. So he exploded on his aide, screaming at them to find proof that the people in El Paso were happy to see him. However, not one single person that was still being treated in the hospital after the shootout wanted to meet with Trump. And there were still uh, eight people in the hospital at the time. Yeah. So um, what the aides did instead was phone up everyone who had been released from the hospital already and asked them to come back to the hospital for photo ops with the president. And two people out of all the survivors expressed some interest in meeting him, so they were instantly invited to come for a photo op. And now, reporters were not allowed in, so all we have is cell phone footage that Trump pretended like was taken in secret, and he uh, released it later. But uh, it's so fucking weird, because the entire clip of Trump talking to the survivors, and this is supposed to be like his big everyone wants to see moment was just him bragging about his uh, last El Paso rally months ago and bragging about the crowd sizes to uh, to the two survivors. Is this the photo of him uh, holding a baby whose parents are dead? 
that's the that's the second part of uh, the story. Oh yeah, so it's like he's so, giving like the thumbs up, like, "Hey, check out this cool photo," and like, there's yeah, a he's baby smiling and giving a thumbs up. Meanwhile, the orphan's life had just changed forever in wake of a natural national tragedy. So there's a baby that's gonna one day go back and look at a photo of him or herself. I didn't know if it was a him or her. Uh, like the day that their parents. Di- oh my God! This is how we get Batman. <laughs> like like his parents were brutally gunned down and there's just the corrupt you know politicians like hey you got a picture with this baby this is that's how you get a batman yeah but uh it's so oh by the way that paso that he was or paso that um crowd size he was bragging about at his uh, el paso rally he never paid for that rally he still owes el paso almost a million dollars in um fines and late fees for having the rally there and he just won't pay them and then he just shows up to do this bullshit also like Crowd sizes don't always mean like yeah like I could I could write a book right now talking to, I I could write a book accentuating the positive things that the Nazis gave us like rocket science and stuff like that uh, and publish it and then just go hold a book signing in like a public square in New York I get a huge fucking crowd that's not like good yeah also so, his, also his crowds are like his penis they're not big. Yeah, they're shrinking, actually, because um, we're starting to see footage of even, like, the key seats, the closest seats to him not even being filled. And he's starting to put out ads to, uh, you know, pay people $500 to show up at his rally. The ads call mostly for minorities, but usually all of his rallies just have the same black guy there at all of them who just is paid to stand behind him and hold a Blacks for Trump sign. And then all the other Black for Trump signs are held by, like, white people. But, um... No, of course so, he's, of course but, he's going to pay people because remember how all the protesters were paid protesters, right? He kept saying that, but actually he's the one that pays because well, he always assumes other people does what he does. Well, he's not going to pay them because he doesn't pay anybody, right? Of course not, but he'll offer it, and then yeah. if they try to demand their payment, he'll just sue them into oblivion until they shut up. Pretty much. And uh, speaking of oblivion, in shoe leather soup news, the uh, the canary died a little bit this week to let us know that a recession was on its way when the Dow dropped 800 points on Wednesday. That's last Wednesday, not today. I heard a thing that said, uh, I was listening to the radio, and they go, well, the consumer, uh, while companies are pulling back, the consumer is what's keeping the economy going, and maybe the consumer will continue to... I'm like, that's not how that works. Like, if the economy is falling apart and you're you're depending on the consumer to continue spending, like... Eventually, when jobs and stuff hit, the consumers are not going to be able to spend anymore. Yeah. And um, right now, what we're looking at is the uh, what's going on here is a, a panic over an upcoming recession because the uh, 10-year Treasury bond just fell below the rate of the two-year Treasury bond, which is an inverted yield curve. Basically, it means short-term investments are more profitable than long-term investments, which is the opposite of how things are supposed to work. And these are specifically U.S. Treasury bonds. It's not all Treasury bonds, of course. But this has always been a great predictor of um, recessions because every single time it has ever happened in U.S. history, a huge recession followed. The last time it happened was right before the 2008 Great Recession. Seven, well, I, I tend to I tend to err on the side of you know the economists who are like this is going to be bad because every time something bad is about to happen, whether it be a recession or a natural disaster, what does everyone say? Oh, it's not going to be that bad. You're just you know you're just panicking. Yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be a mild. And next thing you know, we're eating shoe leather soup. Yep. So in uh, That's Cute News, I finally have that again. Oh, what's our That Cute News? Uh, Walmart Mirrors America. 
Walmart <clears throat> mirrors America. Yes. So Walmart stock mirrors the Dow, including that it's been flat since December 2017. They're falling in a lot of places. They're anti-vaxxers. Uh, they're resisting the $15 minimum wage as hard as they can, and the jobs they are creating are mostly part-time or temporary. Yeah. Uh, even the person who runs the show doesn't like half the stores. So the CEO right now is saying, yeah, they're all crap, but what can we do? Well, they're closing stores everywhere. They've been they've been fucking people on part time for a long time. When I worked there in two thousand and six, I think two thousand and five, uh, they kept me on part time forever. And they keep the way they keep you on part time is they keep you like within five hours of full time or whatever. You know what I mean? They keep you just under that window. Like if you're if one more hour will put you onto like full time status, they'll send you home. So basically, you're working full time minus one hour or minus like two hours. Like that's how they do it. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, they've uh, sold a lot of uh, Chinese imports to a lot of supposed patriots and have been caught balls deep in blatant corruption, been sued for it, and lost. In the past, they went out of their way to hire legal immigrants, didn't pay them, got sued and lost. And most recently, they're host to a surprisingly large number of murders due to white supremacist terrorists. Walmart is basically mirroring all the worst aspects of America, specifically Trump's America. Yeah, but I I sure do love walking around a Walmart. I do. I love those places. That's my number one, uh, what do you call it, supplier. I don't buy anything. Supply chain. I don't buy anything. I just like walking around going, huh, all this is here. Okay. Well, my alternative is a food world where the apples are always rotten. So, I mean, I'm kind of boned here. (laughs) Just like America where the apples are always rotten. And uh, Eric Garner has, or the the cop that choked Eric Garner to death was Finally fired five years so, after it happened in a is, very slow justice news. It's a very slow justice news. So this is the great thing about that because I, I wanted to talk about that. I'm glad you put it in your notes. Um, what's his name? Pam, Pamplano, Pamplano, Pimento, whatever uh, the fuck his name is. Pimento anyway, and cheese. Anyway, after five years, he's fired. And this was like decided by like the police commissioner. It came from the top down. Um, mm-hmm. And what a pittance. He was fired from a job. Somebody died. Here's the thing. Whether you're like, you know, pro-cop, anti-cop, whatever you are, we all got to admit that anytime uh, during our job, if we accidentally kill somebody, we're probably just fired. Just any job I've had, <laughs> even if, like, they clear me, but I accidentally killed someone, that's, uh, as um, uh, Brad Pitt said in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where Bruce Lee was like, I accidentally kill you with these hands. I go to jail, and Brad Pitt goes, you accidentally kill anyone, and it's manslaughter in a fight. That's just what it is. Yeah, so, um, and so he's fired, right? Right. And he's going to sue to get his job back, and I'm like, buddy, just move on. Go to another police department, like, you know, right next door to the NYPD. They'll hire you. You'll, you'll do like every other cop and go back to choking minorities again, like, you're gonna sue to get your job back jesus christ is he doing that yeah i hadn't heard that part yeah yeah and of course the 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 law the the spokesman for the police benevolent association is just like they're tying the hands of cops this is anti i'm like he he killed a man and was fired that's not that's not even justice but that's just that just seems like a tuesday he he killed 
a harmless man who was begging for his life over selling cigarettes. By the way, while Eric Garner was being choked to death over stealing cigarettes, the uh, Walmart white supremacist that shot, what was it, 30 people, killed half of them, more than half of them, he was let out um, in handcuffs. He wasn't strangled. He wasn't anything. It was just two cops escorting him to his right and left, taken alive. Also, how many, people, how, many people have, how many people have cigarettes killed? The real enemy. Uh, well, a lot. But yeah, so he got fired and he's just like, fucking, I'm going to sue. I'm like, just go away. No one wants you. Yep. So, so I know we're running out of time. You want to end it with, uh, you want to end it with the Dear Abby? Uh, uh, one more, one more quick right. part and then I'm out. Just speaking of people that need to uh, piss off the Proud Boys for holding, um, bullshit this week and antifa showed up to counter protest so of course the police arrested 13 antifa members day one and zero proud boys because the police are uh, are complicit with white with uh, the white supremacist movement in a lot of those places yep so uh the fun facts the kkk have killed 5,000 plus americas since uh, 1865 and they are not designated a terrorist organization really yeah the kkk really. is not designated a domestic terrorist organization correct White nationalists. Go ahead. Go, yeah, no, this is insane. Yeah, white nationalists have killed 313 Americans since 95, 1995, and they are not designated a terrorist organization. Antifa has killed zero Americans ever, and Trump says this is the one. This is the one that needs to be terrorist because they're black. Bigly. Well, he talks about it. he hasn't made any moves to like, and also the protest was mostly, from what I saw, it wasn't a slobber knocker like everybody wanted. It was mostly peaceful. Yeah, but 13 Antifa were still arrested. Yeah, well, yeah, because, of course, like I said, like the Portland PD, because uh, there was a big thing where they were found sending, exchanging text messages with uh, the Proud Boys and, like, the Patriot Ugh. Care and the right-wing groups. Jesus. Like, giving them information and shit like that, yeah. <sighs> that's well, that's just where we are. Okay, so, dear Abby? Well, dear Abby, my husband and I have been married 30 years. Anytime someone starts one like that, I'm already like, this is going to be bad. Yep. He is my high school sweetheart and my best friend. Uh, we enjoy each other, and I thought we had a great relationship. Occasionally, we spice up our sex life to keep things interesting. At his request, I have sexted him a few times with the understanding that he delete the photos once he has viewed them. That's fair. You know, like, I've, I've exchanged, you know, naughty pictures with people, uh, but when I'm no longer uh, seeing them, I delete them. You know what I mean? I usually delete right. them, like, as, after I get them, just in case. I don't want anybody to get a hold of my phone. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's standard, right? Like, I send you, we exchange pictures of genitalia, and we look at them, and then we delete them, right? All right, we, the two of us exchange pictures of genitalia, look at them a bit, and be like, well, guess, uh, guess I can't look you in the eyes the next time you come over. I can only look you in the brown eyes. Well, <laughs> the other night around 3 a.m., I heard his phone dinging over and over again. He was asleep, so thinking it was our daughter trying to reach us, I looked at it. To my horror, he had put the pictures of me on a porn site through an app. There were pictures oh, no. of me in various unaware stages of nudity, like in the shower or sleeping in bed. And people so these were... weren't these weren't even pictures that she took herself. He just took the snapshots. Yeah, I guess he's just like sneaking around with his phone camera, going da 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 da, and like taking photos of her unaware. Basically, what's known as like upskirts, right? Yeah. When you take unconsensual pictures of people, and she says people were commenting lewd and disgusting things. Needless to say, I feel beyond betrayed. My trust in him was yes, broken, she and I'm, I'm a devastated at his behavior. His response is, he is sorry, and he made a mistake. I don't know what to do. I'm considering leaving him. He's remorseful, but I don't understand why he would do this. Help, please. 
photo finish in Ohio. Well, nice, nice name to this one. Uh, that's a hard one, but uh, yeah, fucking, you may want to definitely seriously thinking about leaving him. That's if he's done that. What else is he capable of? Right, like. Uh, okay, let, let's say I, I was married to someone for how long? Did she say thirteen years. Thirty. Thirty. Oh my God. Oh, that's that's actually. Mm. It's uh, tough. Like, that's your life. Like you, yeah. you're upturning your life if you leave him. So I mean, this might have to be a uh, tell him he cannot do this again, and also he has to pay for marriage counseling. Something. Yeah. There's got to be consequences. Also. Yeah. I would... it, it can't. It can't just be forgive and forget and move on. Something has to happen. He has to sleep on the couch for a month. Also, I, also, I, I, I'm a very, I'm, I'm like, uh, like you know, old school, like monkey's paw vengeful. I'd be like, okay, well, then he's got to let me take all the nastiest photos of him I want, and then send them to his parents and friends or whoever, you know. Be like, hey, I got a text message from Steve. Oh, why is he naked? You know. <laughs> I get to randomly, quote-unquote, accidentally send nudes of you to all kinds of people for a month or something like that. Uh, something, yeah. but that's, yeah, but that's, yeah, that, that, that's, like, the, why um, why would that be okay and you're sorry? I don't think he's sorry. I think he's sorry he got caught. Yeah, yeah. And, um, Jesus. So I was just thinking, so let's say I'm married to someone for 30 years and I want to take upskirts of them. I would say, hey, honey, do you mind if I take some upskirts of you, like nude pictures of you when you're unawares? And then just like at the end of the day, I'll show you, look, I got these. And then we'll, you know, we can have a laugh and then delete them or whatever. Or we can have that, a laugh that, that and then be fun. We, we can have a laugh and then post them on the Internet together. Yeah, yeah. If you think they're tasteful or whatever, or untasteful, but what the hell? Let's go for it. We can do that. We can decide as a couple. So, but at that point, we're deciding as a couple that it's okay for me to sneak pictures right. because that might be cute. And we're deciding as a couple what happens to those pictures. Right. You don't just randomly take pictures of uh, someone in private and post them. Well, if you you know, it reads too like she feels like she's at fault because. You know, they she's took, not. Yeah, like they took, like they took, because she says they took sexy pictures and sent them to each other. But That's totally different. Yeah, it's totally different from him just creeping around, going, "I'm gonna take a photo of her while she's pooping, and she'll never know." Like that's a blatant violation. That's I don't know. That's almost worse than cheating. Uh, I mean, it's. I think it's on the same level because it's a major trust issue. It's on the same level, but for me, it might be worse. But it's, if, if you're but it's cheating. Like it, uh, but I mean, yeah, okay. You take, you took photos of, you sent each other photos consensually, also only to each other and not on the internet. But that's like saying, well, you know, we did a rusty trombone in bed the other day. So then he took a shit in my car. Like that's, it's so different. Just because you did something somewhat different to, or it's somewhat similar because it involved the same yeah. things doesn't mean Just... it's okay to do it in other contexts just because that you makes can, it different yeah just because you consent to one thing does not mean you consent to all things all the time you know what i mean it's like it's like uh dear abby me and my husband uh box sometime recreationally and the other day he just punched me in the face while i was watching tv is that okay no no be, be, be like no the other day he surprised me when in the parking lot at work and bit, hit me with a baseball bat you see <laughs> right, how they're right. both they're yeah, both violent you, you gotta, but they're both yeah, very yeah. different you know yes exactly that 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 is true. So what, what should we do? Well, it's 30 years together. So really, you're going to be, you're like, you're tearing a huge part of yourself off if you break up with them I at think... this point. But there there has to be consequences of some sort. Yeah. Now, if this keeps going, of course, it escalates to the point of you got to break up. But as it is, if he never does it again, have some really, really petty revenge. Make him pay for marriage well, counseling. Here's what's scary. And then maybe step on. If he's sneaking around like this and he got caught, next time he'll be smarter and maybe not get caught, but keep doing it. 
that's just how do you get that trust back i don't know i mean depending on like how you feel about marriage is like marriage counseling some kind of public shaming for him and then maybe still leave him i yeah i i wouldn't trust him again right like i would be guarded every for the rest of my life i'd be guarded whenever i'm getting in the shower i'd be guarded whenever i'm uh, even a little bit undressed around him because you know maybe his phone's out snapping pictures of me and i don't know it or he's put a hidden camera in the toilet you know Oh, I didn't even think of hidden cameras. I figured she was, like, getting in the shower, and he's just like, hey, baby, snap. Um, yeah, just sort I mean, of stepping in and hitting the button. But you don't fucking know, though. You don't know. This yeah. guy's a creep. Yeah, so, oh, man. We should, we should really change the name of our podcast to, like, girl, leave his ass. <laughs> that's uh, that's what a lot of them become. Whenever we uh, start hard with the Dear Amy's, and that just sort of carries 90% of the episodes, which is fine with me. I mean... We need something to do after Trump's been removed with the 25th Amendment for thinking he's Jesus. He said that he, he compared himself to Jesus today, right? He said, I'm the second coming of God. It's in the Everyone on Twitter's talking about it. Why aren't we getting rid of this guy yet? Uh, because, well, the economy will. Uh, I firmly believe. Here's my prediction, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up. I believe he's probably going to win in 2020. Ugh, really? Um, I believe this because I keep reading stuff that makes me mad. The Democrats want a perfect candidate. Um, I just read an article that said, uh, you know, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren aren't talking about legalizing things for sex workers, and that should be in the front. So everybody Um, wants them to do all the things, and they're shredding them for anything they leave out. Meanwhile... uh, Well, well, once there isn't a clear and present, you know, world-ending danger like Trump, then we can start talking about micromanaging policy. But also, Obama didn't run on gay rights. He just did gay rights once he was in office. That's not something you can really run on because too many people will uh, vote against you if they think you're going to give more people rights. Yeah, but it's just so we're tearing ourselves apart. I think Trump's going to take 2020, maybe. If the economy doesn't shit the bed before the election, if it does... I don't. I think that'll end him. If uh, I mean, I, I think here's he, the thing: he's he's grossly less popular than he was before, and before he lost by three million votes. And also, look at how insanely bad Hillary was uh, in the eyes of the public. Get someone who's not quite as bad as Hillary. Yeah. And I think that well, the they are going to beat him by at least thirty million, and then Russia's still going to give it to him somehow. But still, well, the economy is the only way, uh, the only drum he still has to beat, and that's the only thing keeping his uh, political base together. Right. And, once... and keep in mind that's still Obama's economy. Obama yeah. created an economy that's so good that even Trump trying his damnedest can't seem to destroy it. Um, but I think either either the economy will cost him the 2020 election if it shits the bed, or if he wins in his, in his second term, when the economy falls apart, I think that's when you might see impeachment, and then he's out of there. Uh, I don't know. That's my prediction, but I think he's going to win 2020. Yeah, um, what, what's scary is that um, that's what Penn's saying now, too. And he had a guest on the other day that was explaining uh, why he thought that Trump was going to win in uh, 2016. And Penn was like, you know, I, I, was, I was convinced, convinced that he was going to lose. But then, you know, he won just because I wasn't seeing what you were seeing. And so now I'm sort of agreeing with you. I think he's going to take 2020 also. What did the guy say, if you don't mind giving us a quick... He was uh, a... So- 
is a comedian that had toured the country. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, oh, yeah, while I'm in California and New York, everyone's just like so adamantly against him. It's just like uh, sort of a no duh, of course, Trump's going to lose thing. But everywhere else in America, he saw so many people that were for him. Like people would show up to his acts and MAGA hats. Everyone was very, very energetic about him everywhere in America except for New York and California. Right. And so even if he loses the popular, he'll take the Electoral College. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that's that's what he witnessed, and I think he's still seeing that. Yeah, so it's very possible. Um, but it's a long ways till 2020, and the election season doesn't truly and properly begin until the Dems pick a candidate uh, ha- summer of next year. When that happens, you're going to see someone rise up very, very strongly. Everyone's going to rally behind them. Hopefully there's going to be full-throated endorsements of the Democratic candidates from everyone who loses. No um, pussyfooting around like Bernie did last time yeah. whenever he wasn't quite ready to go up for Hillary. Like Everyone needs to be behind them 100% well, because last time everyone said... Well, it's okay to, you know, sort of light touch it because we know Hillary's going to win, so we can do whatever. But this time, everyone knows that Trump can win, so there's going to be so much more energy for it. Also, look at what's been happening in America since Trump won. Alabama elected a Democrat for senator instead of uh, pedophile Roy Moore. Um, the the blue wave came into the House and swept the Republicans out. Like We're seeing a, lot of en- a hell of a lot more energy for the Democrats than we've seen in a very long time. Yeah. That just needs to continue into 2020. And well, I hope it nothing, will. I hope people aren't desensitized to them well, by then. Well, think about it. Nothing charges the opposition's base more than a good enemy. Uh, Obama did it for the Republicans, and now you're seeing the reverse Obama, and so hopefully you'll see it done for the Democrats. Bizarro Obama. Just yeah. <laughs> stupid and orange and also the Antichrist. Now, uh, let me be clear. I'm uh, Bizarro Obama, and uh, I'm going to tear this uh, country apart. I'm going to ruin the economy. Uh, I'm going to embrace hate speech. And I'm going to make gays illegal. Okay. All right. Bigly. Kind of the Jesus, if your eye causes you to sin, pluck you out, pluck it out thing. Like, if the donut causes you to sin, throw it in the gross trash.